Chapter 12. Due Diligence David made it home just as the kids were finishing their dinner. Nathan and Julie went off to play while Jen and David had something to eat. David was so hungry, he just stood at the island in the middle of the kitchen and ate. Hey, I know you're hungry, but come sit and eat with me at the table like civilized adults, Jen said as she poked David gently in the ribs. David was so hungry and didn't want to stop eating, but he obliged Jen and moved to the table. Sorry, I missed eating with the kids tonight. That's okay, you've been doing better, Jen said with a smile on her face and started to cut into her chicken. I'm glad you've noticed, but it hasn't been easy. I want to permanently change my work schedule so I can be home every night. Maybe you and I can even get a babysitter now and then and go out for a real adult night out. That would be awesome. I think we need more of that. You're right, we do. It would be nice to get some good food every now and then, David said in a way that Jen knew he was joking. Watch it, Buster, or you'll be eating frozen dinners from now on, she said with squinty eyes and a playful look while poking a fork in David's direction. David took a drink of his wine. I got an offer today. An offer? From this Richard James? Yes, he told me he was confident that I had what it takes, David said with more emotion than he intended. Aw, honey, is that what you needed, someone to believe in you? Jen said in a playfully mocking tone with an adorable smile on her face. Yeah, that's exactly what I needed. And what you need is to be tickled again. David put down his wine and started tickling Jen. After they both settled down, he told her everything that happened during the conversation and then told her about Richard's offer. Wait, so because you look like Simon's dead son, you're getting this opportunity? Apparently so. Jen could have been a lawyer. She was sharp and saw through a lot of BS. So what's the catch? He said there's no catch. In fact, he was pretty transparent that his goal after working together for about two months was to have my firm generating enough free cash and time that I'd be able to afford to enroll in his program he calls Partners Club. Ah, so there's the catch. I don't think so. Richard anticipated that you might think that, so he was sure to mention that there would be no contracts. I wouldn't pay any money or provide my credit card, and when we were finished, I wasn't obligated in any way to invest in Partners Club or any other services he offered. Do you trust him? Funny, he asked me the same thing. How can I trust him? I just met him. Okay, but do you get a good feeling about him? Yeah, I get a good feeling about him and Simon, but... I really just met Simon for the first time a couple of weeks ago, and I only invested an hour or so with Richard today. Okay, how does this work? I mean, how often will you meet, and how much more work will be involved? David could tell Jen was asking if this new project was going to create extra work and derail their plans for him to get home for dinner, without really asking it. I asked him that too. All Richard said was that we were going to meet once a week for three weeks, then for four weeks, I'm to check in via email, and then we meet one final time in person. He said that while there was going to be some work to do, his goal was for me to achieve my goals of getting home in time for dinner every night. Well, if he can pull that trick out of his magic hat, I'll be his fan for life, Jen said. I'll bet, David said with a smile. So when do you start? He wants to start next Friday. He wanted me to talk with you first, and then we'd take it week by week. He called it dating before we got married. If either of us thought it wasn't going to work, we'd stop, shake hands, and part ways. Sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. He even admitted it sounded that way. And my experience with things that sound too good to be true is they usually are. You never know, David. 
I've been praying for a sign, something to help us through this time. Maybe this is God's way of helping. Is there any chance you can read Richard's book? It's not very long, and it might give you some insight. Yeah, and maybe you should ask around about Richard James and Simon to see what you can find out. Good idea. I'll do some research tomorrow and see what I can find out, David said. They cleaned up the dinner plates, and then the family worked on one of those thousand-piece puzzles until it was time for Nathan's and Julie's bedtime. Daddy, I liked putting the puzzle together with you tonight. You're better at it than Mommy is, Julie said it matter-of-factly. Well, let's not tell Mommy that, okay, sweetie, David said in a whisper. All right, Daddy. I wish you were home every night to play with us, Julie said as she matched David's tone. Daddy does too, sweetheart. Now, who loves you? You do, Julie said with a giggle. Then David tickled Julie until she squealed, which brought Nathan running in from across the hall for a piece of the action. David had both kids on the bed tickling them and laughing as Jen watched from the doorway with a smile on her face. What are you looking at, beautiful? Think you can get away without being tickled? David said as he rushed over and grabbed Jen, tossed her on the bed with the kids, and an all-out tickle brouhaha broke out.